0: Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver.
1: Thank you and welcome today we are continuing the patient's perspective interview marathon. This is my interview with Jim Batterton. He's from up in Connecticut. And if you remember a while back in the interview marathon, we had Emily Batterton, that would be Jim's wife. And it's a, I'm just honored when you have a couple that both are willing to come on and share their viewpoints. And I think they come at it from very different vantage points and still have a lot to offer. So this, this conversation with Jim, it's interesting. It's, he's well-informed. He's an interesting perspective. And I think that you'll benefit from listening to what Jim has to say. So let's jump right into it. Here's my interview with Jim. Jim, welcome to the podcast, my friend.
2: Hey, Rob, how are you?
1: I am well, thanks. Um, That's good. So Jim, uh, would you like to share with everybody,
2: where are you from? Um, well, I was born in uh, McKeesport Hospital, um, but uh, I live in Connecticut now. So, hey, nice.
1: Well, um, thanks for being here, and I appreciate you appreciate you joining me to to share your thoughts. Uh, let's start right with this. Can you tell me about yourself and your experiences in healthcare, please?
2: Sure. So, um, I um, I'm forty six years old. Uh, I have had uh, remarkably good health, um, you know, by my standards, I guess, throughout my life. I haven't haven't ever broken a bone or anything else, and uh, haven't really ever been really sick um, in any significant way. Um, so, you know, so so that's been all good. Um, I um, I I have a family with uh, I've got five kids, um, you know, and um, so I've had some various interactions with the healthcare system in, in those ways through the childbirth and various other things. I know you spoke with my wife earlier. Um, and, uh, I would also say I actually have a different, I come at healthcare from a different angle as well, which is that, um, part of my job is, uh, providing, um, you know, uh, it services and, technical support and various other things to uh, healthcare institutions, both payers and providers. So um, I, uh, I absolutely have that perspective on it as well. Um, But uh, from a personal perspective, um, you know, that's, uh, I've had various interactions throughout uh, my life with doctors and various others, but they've been generally positive interactions because I haven't been all that sick. Thank goodness. So.
1: Okay. And every time that someone says like, I don't have that many interactions with The doctor, I I think my follow-up has to be, is that, is that because you don't want to or because you don't have to? I,
2: I think it's, I think it's more the latter than the former um, that I, I don't have to all that much. So that's good. Um, I I do think that um, I also think that um, care is not super accessible for me. And what I mean by that is, is, is like, I don't have the time to go kind of do the things that maybe from a preventative perspective that I think I should, or that I probably should. So um, I do struggle with that from the perspective, but it's more the latter that I've been, I've been very fortunate to not need it. So,
1: yeah, Um,
2: it's, it's funny to hear you say,
1: like, I, I just don't have time. Literally, I don't have time to take care of myself. Uh, is is what is what I translate that to? How far off am I in my
2: understanding? Well, yeah. So it's a good it's a good point. I, I don't think it's that actually. I think it's that um, I, I find that the in general, um, you know, healthcare in my experiences is about the worst consumer experience I have and anything I deal with in my life. Right, and so. So from my perspective, um, it's it's not convenient and it's not kind of easy to deal with. So it's not a digital experience the way that I would like it to be. The way, the way most other things are, right? So that's that's kind of what I mean by it. It's not that not that like I should I should take. I mean, I probably should take more care and more time, but I don't think it's that I'm I'm not taking care of myself as much as I find it. You find it a pain, you know. <laughs> okay. So, so, so tell me more about.
1: I, I think your exact words were that healthcare is like the lowest customer service or, or
2: something along those lines of anything I experienced. Can you tell me more about that? Sure. I mean, I, I think, um, you know, first of all, I never know what anything's going to cost ever um, until after the fact. Um, when I ask what something's going to cost, I'm almost treated badly, um, if I can put it in that sense. And most of the times they don't know. Um, it ends up where I have to go sometimes to multiple visits when it could all be handled in one because of cost reasons and other things like that. So there's a number of things there where from a, a, uh, you know, if I was thinking and designing a customer-friendly operation, I would do it very differently. Um, And so that's one of the aspects of it in terms of, of, you know, what that looks like, right? Um, So I think there's that, and then there's also the fact of, you know the reality is is when i'm actually in with a doctor and under care it's a it's that's a relatively positive experience but the the doorway to get there and the the, uh, the mechanisms by which i access that are highly inconvenient right okay so so uh,
1: jim you walked yourself into this one but <laughs> you said that if if it, you were designing it you would design it differently so tell me what would you design differently
2: well i think i think in this day and age it would be a far more digital experience than what it is today to start with right so um i would uh you know i i I would like to to primarily text or deal with healthcare providers in a way that is uh you know kind of time shifted and uh you know something that that works on demand when needed um so I mean, that would be one aspect where, you know, a digital front door we talk about sometimes and other things like that. So there's various aspects like that. And I think we'll get closer to that over time, right, with the technologies that are there, um, even with some of the medical device monitoring and other things like that, we will probably get there. Um, so I think that's one aspect where I would make it far more convenient and look, and, and, you know, I have to be careful because I'm, you know, you're, you're talking to somebody who's healthy, who hasn't had a lot of interactions and like, is very privileged from the perspective of I can get it anytime that I need it. It's just a pain. Right. So, so I have to be a little careful because I know that not everybody's in that situation, but I do think that, um, there are, various preventative measures and other things like that that could contribute to overall health in a more positive way for people like me and many people in society if it was more accessible and i mean like literally accessible from a digital perspective or anything like that so that would be one aspect the second would be transparency around um around cost um you know the way that our insurance and everything else works in the, in, you know, here, it really, it leads to, it's the only thing in my life where, where theoretically somebody else pays the bill, right. Um, There's nothing else like that right now, you know, a few, five, six years ago, I switched to a high deductible plan where now I do pay the bill. And so now I pay a lot more attention, but like, it's still kind of strange, right. That, I mean, I don't, I don't go and buy a car without asking how much it costs. Sure. I don't go and, you know, Buy something at walmart without understanding what it costs i'll scan it on my phone and figure it out if there's not a price tag there right so it's like it's shocking that i'll go in and you know get some procedure done and have no idea no idea what it's going to cost me what it costs in general anything like that right so so that'd be the second thing is the transparency of cost and then i i think the third thing would really just be kind of you know besides the the kind of the ways of access the digital front door whatever you want to call it the the, the transparency of, of, of cost. The third would just be the connectedness of care, which I feel that, uh, look, and this is part of my, part of my job. So I'm not going to show too much for my company. Right. But, but I mean, part of this is like, we're, you know, it, it's not a real connected experience, even is even in this day and age. So the amount of, of, of things that I have to repeat when I go from doctor to doctor or anything else, like it, there's nothing that follows. Right. And. So there's, you know, we're getting there on digital health records or, you know, electronic health records and everything, but we're, we're not, we're not where we need to be. Right. So, yeah, well, Jim, you know,
1: I will just say your company is needed for this simple reason. (laughs) And that is, I go, I go to doctors that are all in the same system. Yep. And when we go over my medication list, uh, it is consistently wrong and I will I will tell them to take the same medication out at three different, at three different offices. Right. Yep. And so somehow it's being done, but the, the connection is, is missed in the middle of all that. Yep. So good. Um,
2: Have you met any healthcare heroes in your experiences? So, so I thought about this question and um, the answer. So, so again, having, having, you know, thank the Lord, remarkably good health up to this point. Um, I was thinking like, I don't know if I have an answer to this, but I actually, as I thought about it, um, I think two years ago, um, I, I, I am privileged to get this, uh, kind of annual physical that's, that's paid for. That's, you know, a a level above what I would typically, what I used to get, I guess. Um, and, um, It's, uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's a nice high end experience is the way I would put it. Right. Um, And the doctors there are, um, you know, pretty good. But the last time two years ago, when I went, the doctor basically said to me, um, you know, you get to probably a half hour, 45 minute consult with the doctor after you go through this battery of tests and things. Um, You know, he said, look, he said, you know, Jimmy says, uh, you know, you're 44 years old. Um, He said, you know, I'm telling you right now that like, you're not going to live that much longer. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm in perfect health, right? He's like, you're not as near as good a health as you think you are. Um, Mm -hmm. First of all, you are a diabetic. And I said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. He said your numbers, you can tell yourself you're pre-diabetic all day long, but you are a diabetic. You have diabetes. And so you need to accept that fact. And you need to figure out how you're going to live your life with that. And I said, I don't believe it. He said, you can not believe it as much as you want, but I'm telling you, that's the fact. And he said, so, you know, you don't have to like me or anything else, but I'm just telling you that's, that's the reality, right? And so you're either going to make choices now that are going to impact your life positively or negatively. You can keep going down this path or you can make some changes, right? And I had never had a, I mean, I had, I have some decent primary, I've had decent primary care physicians I never had anybody talk to me that way before and kind of that bluntly put it to me. Now it could be, I was truly at that tipping point that I hadn't been before, but you know, my weight was the highest it was ever, it had ever been. Um, my eating was the worst that it had ever been. Right. And so for me, that was a complete wake up call. Right. I then went to my primary care physician. He said, uh, I'm not sure if I go as far as saying you're, you're for sure a diabetic, but you're about to be. Um, so, you know, I want you to go to to a nutritionist and I want you to kind of, um, you know, figure out with them how you should be eating a lot healthier and you got to get doing some exercise. So that was right. Like right at the time that COVID hit. And, um, you know, I lost 45 pounds at the beginning of COVID, I guess. Right. Because I was able to control my diet and everything else, but without that person kind of scaring me to death sort of, um, or scaring me that I was going to be in death pretty soon. Um, I don't think I would have made any real changes because I was, you know, okay. So I mean, you know, my weight goes from two forty-five to two fifty. Okay, so the next year it's two fifty-five. Whatever. Like I'm like, okay, you know, percentage-wise, it's getting lower even though I'm gaining five pounds every year, right? So, so that's where. You know that that was kind of i needed that kind of blunt messaging and and it helped because up to that point i always thought i was in good health but I, I wasn't as healthy as i thought i was right so so anyway that's that that was what i was thinking about for an answer on that yep so so what does quality health care mean to you um it's a good question i mean we we touched on it a little bit already um i think you know, first of all, to me, it would be the accessibility, um, the outcomes being what's expected. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, recently had the, um, a first of first in a, you know, every five year in a lifetime kind of event that happened, uh, this year. Um, and, and it was the first time I've ever been under anesthesia. Um, and, um, you know, I, I actually thought it was a it was it was a very good experience believe it or not it was a colonoscopy right so it was and and i i say that from the perspective of um you know they they when i checked in from when i checked in to when i checked out it was handled very well um every step of the process was quite good right in terms of of how they how they managed me how they told me what was going to happen and everything else right so i thought you know that was that was pretty good quality healthcare from what I experienced. Now, maybe maybe it happens all over the place, and I just haven't you know seen it because I haven't had to. But I mean, it was a good, smooth experience, right? So, right. so that to me was kind of an example, I think, of quality healthcare where you know I went in, I assume they did it. I didn't know what happened. I got pictures, right? But uh, you know, that was that was kind of like uh, you know, it was it was it, it was to me kind of something that overall worked, um, but on the flip side, that process was delayed by two years because of COVID and I had to wait forever to get in and everything else. So that part wasn't high quality. Right. Right. And the fact of how I got it, but ultimately when I was there, the outcome was good. Right. So, so yeah. All right. So Jim, uh, let me just say that you are
1: one of the few people in the world who said I had a colonoscopy and I think that overall it was a good experience. Uh, So, um, but I'll just say, we've got two questions to get through and about a minute and a half. OK, so um, sorry, I'm
2: talking too much.
1: It's quite all right. What do you wish your medical providers understood
2: about you? Um, that uh, that that my time I feel is as valuable as theirs. Um, <laughs> and so I want a convenient experience. Right. I want a consumer experience. Um, and and I feel like I don't get that. Right. So and and I feel like as I say that I'm sounding like tremendously, you know, sort of, uh, greedy and privileged and everything else because I don't have real bad problems, but you know, that would be, that would be my, my answer on that, I guess. Right. So.
1: Well, my father-in-law, he used to talk about this all the time. When he scheduled his medical appointments, he always scheduled the first one in the morning because at that point, the doctor shouldn't be behind because, you know, he's, he's got a car dealership to run and his situation is every minute that I'm here is a minute that I am not, working in my business and making money. And so, yeah, I, I don't want to wait. Yep. And part of it may have been the excuse of every bit of, about the making money. And part of it may also be the excuse that he's just not a patient man <laughs> and he doesn't wait for anybody for anything ever, but that's, that's a, you know, it's up for debate. And to we hear can, that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Last question. What is one thing medical professionals
2: can start doing today? to improve the quality of healthcare, care? Um, t- I mean, my simple answer would be there's a there's a lot of things. But um, from my perspective, it would be um, it would be, you know, kind of transparency of cost in care um, so that wiser decisions can be made right um, both long and short term. So that would be one. And there's many things I could talk about EMR. I could talk about kind of access. I could talk about all those things. But for me, I mean, I'd really like to understand a little bit more about what things cost so that I can make wiser decisions and not just about me, but about my family's health and everything else, right? So, you know, it's kind of a not maybe a healthcare answer, but it's kind of a, you know, kind of a yeah. financial answer to healthcare, I guess, right? So Yeah, but it's it's a it's an answer about less about
1: the medical practitioners and more about the the system and yeah. and how to create how to create a better a system that works better and really the honesty is that what we have is a system that is that is difficult that is populated by mostly people who are wonderful people doing great work and are yep. being worn down by absolutely by having to work within that system
2: Absolutely. No, I I completely agree. I mean, the individuals themselves in so many cases are amazing. And that's why I said that experience that I shared that was an odd experience that was a really good experience. The people that worked there, they did a great job. Right. I mean, everything was very good. And I've had with practitioners themselves, I've had good experiences. Right. It's it's just hard to get to them. Right. And it's weirdly expensive. Right. So oddly. So, (laughs) hey, Jim. Thanks for
1: taking the time, man. Thanks okay, for joining welcome. me. Um, you know, your your time is as valuable as a doctor's time, and you freely <laughs> gave it with to spend it here with me. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your support,
0: and um, I appreciate your perspective on healthcare. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.